What up, Grambo? Raymond Ace, the jailbird of Denver comedy. <laughs> In Raymond Ace's opinion and your theoretical analysis, what is a joke? What even is it? That it's nuts and bolts. What's a joke? You know, it's just like, what is a joke? A joke? A joke is something that reflects either your life or your lifestyle and it's, you find that funny in it, I think. What is it about, what triggers it in people though? Like you say some shit and then people start laughing. What is it that triggers them to laugh? Either they can relate to it or they don't know about it and it just, they can't believe that somebody would go through that type of thing. Like most of our comedy is based on our life and our reality, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And sometimes one's reality is so far-fetched and out of whack for somebody else that lives a so, like a totally, totally different life that it's like, like, holy shit, how does someone go through that? And it's like the way we word it, the way we put our our, mo our movements and our actions into the, the bits, it, that all triggers your funny or the funny in the, in, in the joke. Fuck yeah. So how do you write? What's your, like when you go through, do you just come up with fucked up stories and see if people laugh at mics or do you have a pretty good sense of like, if I do A, B, and C, D will get a laugh? No, I just go off of um, memories, stories. Um, I might add a little bit of like, anytime I've added exaggerating things to, to any of my bits, it never works. But when I just stick to almost bare facts about whatever is happening or what has happened in my life, that that gets more of a laugh. And what is it? Why do they know the difference between hyperbole and the real shit? I don't know. I, I think it's just when you add more onto it. At least for my style, when when I've added onto it and made it like bigger than what it is or seems, I, I guess people just probably don't believe it or like they can't believe it be true like that. And then when I just keep it authentic to what what it is actually in the story i guess i could just tell the authenticity in it because i don't know like it's part of the way we ex or i explain it or say it that just it, it strikes them in a different matter hmm yeah i'm fascinated by that because i have uh most everything i write about is like overly true you know but then i'm fascinated because i have a couple bits that are uh pure writing exercises like i came up with an idea and then i said let me try to see if i can write three minutes on like 100 fiction and funnily enough it ends up being one of my like most reliable bits even though it's complete bullshit it just feels real i've created this little reality yet in other s situations where i'll say the same you know bullshit it doesn't work someone's fascinated how do they how do they know yeah, well, in your the way you write, how do you how do you like how you just said I need to write three minutes? I have a couple different writing styles. I have my kind of lazy way of writing, where I think of things that are funny that just crack me up. I'll think of a funny premise or just like a funny line. You know, I, I pretty much know I can plug those jokes into a bit. The non-lazy way of writing, I hate being at the mercy of inspiration. Then you really have to wait for the, the moon to align with the sun in order to get a joke, you know. Whereas if you sit down and write, that's the hard way. So I'll actually sit down and I'll mine two different ways. Like I'll, I'll do what I call go into the gold mine. And I will sit and let's say, um, like in particular, right? So the bit I'm referring to that's just a writing exercise is a bit that I have about 
um, having a friend who's a hardcore atheist, right? He doesn't believe in God, but he believes in ghosts. So there's like the the premise right there, you know, like how could someone be such a hypocrite to not believe in God, but believe in an equally, you know, fictional scenario. So I started there. I, I had one line I wrote down in my note, joke notebook that uh, uh, God is the king of the ghosts. Right. That was the that was the line. So I was like, let me see if I can if I can write three minutes on God is the king of the ghosts. So what's the premise? Uh, he's the king of the ghosts. Uh, you can't. It dawned on me. Okay, what if uh, he doesn't believe in God, but he believes in ghosts? You can't not believe in God. God's the king of the ghosts. All right, I've got my first little hook. What else about ghosts? So I was like, ghost chasing shows, ghost buster, and I literally write down all of this in a page on a notebook. Write down every single thing I can think about about ghosts. You know, like like ectoplasm, ghost chasing shows, fucking what else about ghosts? You know, old people dying, creepy little children, every goddamn thing I can think of. Then I'll go through every single one of those things and try to write a joke about it. Because I, I find writing jokes is the easiest when you've refined your search. You know, if you know you're making a joke about drunk driving, you know where the boundaries are and let you know. So how are you holding up with this, this quarantine? This no, well, not even the quarantine. How are you doing not hitting the mics? How is this affecting you? Is it making you antsy? Is it making you like, you know, you need to get up and... You know, do what we do. Any, 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 like, like, uh, how, what, what, what like, uh, over anxious feelings of not being able to get up and do what we do. If I am not going out, I get massively depressed. Like, massively. I feel like, you know, I'm older. I'm 35. So I'm, in comedy years, I'm ancient. I'm like, Grambo is going to be called, I already know assholes are going to fucking be like, oh, J Josh Grandpa? You know, because I'm old. Hilarious. Good job. I beat you to the joke. So I, but uh, the funny thing about the quarantine is because none of you fuckers are out getting better and grinding the fucking ladder. I don't. That's exactly how I feel. <laughs> yeah, you don't got the guilt of like, oh, fuck, I got to be out grinding. So what I've done is I've really, uh, I mean, I'm calling you right now and talking comedy. I started a phone-in podcast. I started a couple web series. You just never know. So I'm just creating every goddamn way I can. And I'm the same way, man. Like, if, if it wasn't for you motherfuckers and all these other motherfuckers getting better, you guys are my motivation because you guys were getting better as I was the way. And now, but I love being home. Like, I fucking love watching TV, playing video games. I love all that shit. And, if I if we were all still going out, I would feel guilty if I stayed home to watch a movie or just fucking play video games. And I'd be like, fuck, man, these motherfuckers are getting better. I need to get to these mics. The the one the comedy bummer about the quarantine is that because I'm focusing in so hard on like sketch and all this other stuff, I actually haven't been writing almost any stand up like at all. No, me neither. I need to be around it. Well, yeah, the, part of the motivation is, like, it's so fun when you know you got something new to go to the mics. It feels good. They're like, oh, I got this new thing. I can't wait to see if it bombs or if it kills. And that's super fun. So the idea of, like, just writing stand-up in a vacuum without being able to go try it tonight, I, I'm, I'm having trouble finding the motivation to open the notebook and write stand-up right now. Even though I know I should. We need to come up with an underground mic. Yeah, I've been thinking about doing a, uh, you know, like, like speakeasy mic. Somebody's basement. 
Well, they had ten in the crowd, three comics. They are doing stuff like that. Let me see. Like, I think it was Aaron Maslow just texted me that he's fucking at a show. I didn't read the whole message. Let me see what he said. What's he doing? He says, underground comedy. Yeah, bro. So this, I was like, hey, what you doing? You want to do a phone in podcast? He says, I'm on a show at 6.30. What? Six, what show? I'm going to message him right now. What show? Three question marks. I need that microphone in my hand. And once I get those microphones in my hand, dude, I get the, the ideas start flowing. As soon as that shit happens, the ideas start flowing. And then the camaraderie, like we, we all bounce ideas off of each other outside or wherever we, you know, we all congregate talking shit in that circle outside the bar, man. Fuck, it's, it's, and it's only been the first week or what, two weeks? It's barely been a week, right? It's, yeah, it's been, I did a show at Voodoo, uh, Saturday before last. So what, it's Saturday right now? So I did a show last Saturday and then the next day, Sunday, everything canceled. It was over. But apparently not everything. I'm waiting to fucking, uh, here from Aaron Maslow. Where the fuck? What are you, what are you doing? I want to go. What is this? I, yeah, I just need to be around it, man. I'd pay $20 to do 10 minutes right now. <laughs> Dude, nah. As soon as, uh, how I, I, I killed it at fucking Comedy Works, I got booked like a week, like a few days after uh, with some dude at Avanti. He booked me for a 10 minute spot. Uh, for April 1st and then a day later they shut down everything they shut down the bars until May 21st all that shit happened the day at, the day after I got booked so naturally I, I'm thinking that show is cancelled but fuck man as soon as shit starts turning around for me and I get booked at you know it's only once but still you get booked once I'm pretty sure you do good you don't get booked again I know from running shows you know like it's a funny thing about running shows is like you don't even you just want to make the best show possible so there's like people that you trust that you know we're gonna do good and then there's people that you hope will do good and i think most of us fall into the category of hope we do good you know <laughs> yeah because i think guys like you know that get booked up to your michael isaacs your fucking aaron maslow you know guys like that those i put those guys under the list of like you know i know you're gonna do good so i can book yeah, you yeah, yeah. without worrying you're gonna go up there and say the n-word or some shit you know they, they, that's the old saying wherever you start comedy you're going to be the baby there for the rest of your life that's why they say don't start in New York or LA because you'll never get respect but if you, if you did comedy in fucking you know Mississippi for five years then you showed up in Denver and just started killing day one the crowd dictates your perception if you murder people are just like oh fucking Ray's killing and if you bomb people are like fucking Ray sucks <laughs> you know it's like Even when I kill I fucking feel like god I bombed well, Raymond Ace, we have fucking, uh, we did it. I am now up in line for the uh, dispensary, so I'm going in to buy dabs. You are the man, my brother. I appreciate you talking to me, and I'll uh, text you when I get out of here. Michelle, let me know, man. Fuck have you. a good one. Thanks, brother. Later. Hi guys, it's Josh Grambo, Raymond Ace, Ray's a good dude, 
he's an enthusiastic motherfucker and it comes across in his comedy he's a grinder he just got out of uh, jail that's why I referred to him as the jailbird of Denver comic this motherfucker's always not paying fines and running around but that's why we love Ray my favorite thing about doing stand-up well one of my favorite things about doing stand-up is the characters that you meet along the way I think the secret to staying young is going to bizarre places with bizarre people that's Grambo's philosophical tip of the day so that's it Ray end up interviewing me he's such a good dude he didn't even want to just sit and ramble he ended up asking me questions about writing and what's going on in my head psychologically with the quarantine definitely a good dude awesome guy to hang out with so keep grinding comedy will be back it's going to be even stronger than when it left the last show i did was the day before the 10 person ban and it was hot crowd hot crowd it was an amazing night so crowds are like that when comedy comes back in the summer my friends it's gonna be a fun fall so that's it the show's called comics with grambo and i'm out <laughs>